Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy and Sam Avery. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. I couldn't choose which word to say. I was going to say hello and then I was going to say hi and I just went, hey. How's it going, Sam? I'm great, you know. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. I am uh, I'm in the middle of a little bit of a quandary with my deodorant. Oh, so no. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're not sat Are you a roll-on or a perspirant? <laughs> I'm a, an anti-perspirant, but I use this certain brand. And I, certain brands, I trust certain brands that don't. And this one seems to work. But my wife thinks that my deodorant smells of bow. Which, which deodorant oh, is it? I think, is, is it Shaw? Is it? Shaw. Sure. I can't even remember. Dove. Dove. It's Dove. And I buy it and I, 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 I spray it on. And uh, she goes, you fucking stink. <laughs> I'm like, that's me deodorant. So she thinks I stink. So now I'm paranoid that my good smell is actually horrible. Well, Mick got this cheap one from the Aldi or somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know where it was from, but it was like a really like pungent 1980s smell. So you and you like go in bed and you're like, that's put his arm around me. And I was like, please don't. I'd rather you smelled a BO because it was so bad. It's like was in, in bed with, what was his name? Henry Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Proper 1980s uh, He's taken to using my. Yeah. And I have roll-on. And I'm just not about that life. No, you don't share roll-on, roll on, do you? Yeah. I remember Especially seeing... Especially when he does his back and crack with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some roll-on should not be rolled in certain no. areas. I uh, I like to have my own deodorant, but I do use my wife. So when I use my wife, it seems to work better for me. And I feel like, I feel, feel like a modern woman. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel, you feel like, like you could go rollerblading Rollerblading. I, f- I feel like I c- I'm just singing nine to five <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all the single ladies. Are I'm you going to change your brand? I'm going to have to, aren't I? Because my wife thinks I stink. So you can't, I mean, you can't try before you buy with deodorants though, can you? you can, not really, no. Although I used to... Uh, do a little spray in Superdrug and then do a couple of laps of the aisles <laughs> and then go, it, it'll be on the counter. Well, how, how am I smelling? Would you sleep with me now, love? <laughs> All right, put the birdie song on. Let me do the dance and then see how you feel in a minute. You're still horny. Um, I I used to do a paper round and it was the local free paper. So it was looked at with scorn by a lot of the people I delivered the paper to because they didn't actually want it. Did you actually post it? I posted it. I used to have this system where I'd miss out a certain section of roads every week so they wouldn't miss two weeks running. So they would never complain. It was like high-tech criminal mastermind stuff. But I was on a lot of money for a kid. But anyway, a lot of the money came from the free samples that you get. So yeah. me and my dad just used to steal them. We just wouldn't deliver them. What were them. the free samples of? Uh, shampoo. Yeah. Um, sachets. Sachets of shampoo. Ooh. Timmy, Timmy teardrops. Um, like sort of, what do you call it, that you put in the bath? Like soap. Baby soap. Like ba- baby soap. Baby soap that my dad stole. Now, I'm 43 now. I stopped doing that paper round when I was 15, I think. He's still when got... When did he stop bathing, yeah? He's still... <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just been Christmas, and it's a, it's a little tradition we have. I go home and, and they bath me, <laughs> just like the old days. So, but, you know, my mixed brother had a paper round. This is quite psychotic behaviour, and I'm not going to say his name, but if you know, if you know... Us, but it's mixed know brother. It's mixed brother. <laughs> but he, anyway, he did this paper round, and... Um, did it for ages and at Christmas this one else didn't give him a tip. So he went and picked up a dog tears with some new- newspaper <laughs> and put it through the letterbox. <laughs> to me, that's like the origin story of a serial killer. Can can I give you my opinion on that story as a as a as somebody as an ex delivery boy? Somebody saw saw action. Saved your time. Saved me time. And the boy. <laughs> 
you wouldn't know, man. You weren't there. <laughs> uh, the people who don't tip, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can understand that behavior, putting a dog tear through a letterbox, because I'd, I got tips, but what used to happen a lot of the time was someone would see that a paper had been delivered, call me back down the path. Oh, it's Christmas. Come and get your tip. When I get to the doorstep, they'd say, oh, you're not the Liverpool Echo that I pay for and order and want and read. You're the local shite rag that's full of adverts and stories about bins like not get emptied. The Mughal Reporter Mughal or something. Mughal Star, it was called. It's now the Mughal Champion. And uh, and then they'd... So one fella gave me a fiver and then took it back out of my hand when Aww. he realised what paper it was. So he's lucky I well, didn't know lucky. Mixed Brother. he didn't get dog shit through the letterbox Or then. human shit. Human excrement, Or bits yeah. of human... <laughs> <laughs> his own family have that you bastard but uh so i'm gonna uh, yeah i'm gonna sort me sort me pits out so i don't think i smell i do have a plan i think a live on air sniffing here yeah i think it's all right one hey. day in the future not too far away we will have smell of vision so you'd be able to do you think that's ever going to come in? Imagine. Because they used to talk about that in the 80s. Have you seen them at the 4D or 5D cinemas? Yeah. Where the chairs move and oh, like... Yeah, but they're horrible, aren't you they? You have like wind blowing in your face and, yeah. and like if you're in the sea, you get a spray. Well, apparently there's a 5D porno cinema in, in oh, Amsterdam. Oh, no! What are they squirting in people's faces? John West. Ooh. <laughs> Someone just opening yeah. tuna in front of you. Oh, God. But imagine going to Amsterdam and going... Well, I'm not going to get laid while I'm here, so I'll go to a 5D cinema. It's oh. like, it's it's the saddest thing in the world. That is sad, isn't it? But part of me would really like to go. <laughs> I won't tell you which part. Hey, <laughs> hey, my diary is open for bookings, any promoters listening. Speaking of which, what happened to me on Friday? Oh, tell us all about that. You have you have mentioned it to me, but please. I was at um, a gig, and at the end of the gig, some of the audience members come up, a couple, and um, invited me back to their house for a threesome. And um, what was the breakfast like, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> so how did they approach you? Because firstly, as a comic, let me disclose this. I was jealous that you got offered that because that suggests that you've done a cracking job at the gig. I have never been offered a Yeah, I whipped them up show. into such a frenzy. <laughs> I made them giddy. <laughs> the laughter just tingled down the spine yeah. into the nethers. And the little sex we came out. <laughs> <laughs> No, at the end of the show, I was just like wandering around, just chatting to people. Would, sometimes you feel like a knobhead doing that because it makes you feel like you go and you want to do it on paper. So people look up and go, oh, you're really great. So I hate that. Sometimes no, it's when, nice though, isn't sometimes it? Sometimes you know when you, it's like cash and you're waiting to get paid. Yeah. So you come off stage, but then you're waiting for your wages. But it looks like you're waiting for people to like go, oh, you were great. Oh, I'm a yeah, big fan. And normally you've got to wait by the door as well. It, like, it feels a bit like a wedding because you're waiting there by the door and you're just waiting for your money so you can get on in your the own, car and go. And you don't know anybody. So, yeah. But at the end of this night, um, I'd had like some chats with some, because I was the MC, so I was at some chats with some of the audience. And then at the end, I was like going up to them going, oh, but you, you thanks for like, thanks for, thanks for being you. Thanks for doing what you, you know, getting involved and whatever. Yeah. And then this man and woman come up and... Um, they just went, oh, we loved you. You were really great. And I went, oh, thanks very much. Um, I'm glad you liked it. And they went, so um, you're staying in Chester tonight? And I went, um, oh, no, I'm going to drive home. And they went, oh, no, because what we're going to say, I'm suggest, because we really, really like you. And I was like, uh, it was, uh, you know, do you want to come back to ours? Because we, if, if you were up for it, we'd really, we'd really like to have a threesome. Oh, so they just said it. There was no... Just came out with it. And I just went... <laughs> Bants. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this is just a laugh. You're taking the piss. And I was like, oh, 
no, I've got to drive home, got to, you know. And they were like, but we really would. And I was like, no, it's fine. Iron's not my scene, but, you know, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> and uh, and they went on their way and I went on my way. But they were legit. But there's something nice in the fact that they were just outright asked Yeah, There was no weirdness involved. She's like, this is what we want. Do you want to be a part of it? No, you don't. Fair enough. You made enough. me worried about my stage persona. Like, what kinds of vibes am I throwing out? Well, if this becomes regular... Go, it, it will be absolutely normal to go and ask a complete stranger if they want a threesome. I'm going to find out where your next gig is and I'm going to pay someone in the audience to <laughs> proposition you with a threesome or a foursome. And every gig yeah. you do, it's going to get higher. Yeah. It's going to be like 15 people. We just wondered you. if you wouldn't mind trying this gimp mask on, don't we? <laughs> I've got a snooker ball in my bag and I think it fit perfectly in your gob. What I really should have said was, I am far too lazy for a threesome. <laughs> I am just about <laughs> have enough energy for a twosome. A twosome, yeah. <laughs> what's if you're the lazy person? What's the lazy part of the threesome? I was going to say the middle, but I think that's probably you've got to serve two masters then, haven't you? No, I'd just be like, "Oh, go on, you do it. I'll watch." Just shout <laughs> encouragements like that, going. Yeah, scrolling through Instagram, going, "Nice, good one." Can I live? Tweet? Great move. I live tweet this threesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Go on, give her one. Go on, take it. Go on. Well done. You're all winners. Oh, watch out for them curtains. <laughs> and then at the end, put one of those big, like, silver max on. that. They yeah, give them the a Mars bar and a LucasAid. Yeah. Tell, rub the shoulders, tell them they did great. Oh, you were wonderful. That bit in the middle. Oh, you were great. Yeah, like like Rocky's coach. Yeah. You got a shit thunder and lead lightning. You, got you, a... did, you did great, boy. <laughs> you caught the chicken. <laughs> I've never been offered a threesome uh, in a gig. I think I have once at, on a night out, um, but it was from two other fellas. So it, it was a definite, it was an easy mm. uh, decline from me, unfortunately. Well. But I did appreciate the offer. And it, again, it wasn't weird. Flattering. It was flattering, it was, yeah. I did think they were working the way around the room asking anyone. And I think, I don't think I was first choice. Yeah. But it was still nice to be they, in the it, mix. That couple just completely overestimated my, my stamina and... Arsedness. <laughs> Maybe you were holding the mic wrong. All right. All right. As far as they're concerned. God, have you seen the way she grips that? <laughs> it's like Whitney on speed. What made it worse was the woman of the couple looked a bit like me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so they could have just gone home and put a mirror next to her and he could have just had it with both of them. Could have been dangerous. <laughs> could have been. Yeah. I went out with a girl once on, a, on one date who looked like me. She looked like me. Did I mean, she? She looked like me. She wasn't bald. This was before baldness. She had long hair. I mean, she was gorgeous. She looked like me. No, she wasn't gorgeous. She looked like Just me. Just like that film where that man has multiple personalities. Uh, Josephine's that... not happy. <laughs> well, it just put me off because... I... Josephine doesn't want salted popcorn. <laughs> what film's that? <laughs> no, what, I don't know who the woman's name the, 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 the James McAvoy in. Oh, him. Yeah. And it's called Split. Sp right, okay. Yeah. And you, you just say he's completely overacting uh, as each character. Oh, of, oh yeah. You, I think if you're playing someone with multiple personalities, you've got to have that yeah. differentiation. Anyway, forget about that. But, I, yeah. I digress. <laughs> tell me, tell me about the state with the with the, uh, the female version of you. <coughs> well, I couldn't work out what she who she reminded me of for ages. I was like, she reminds me of someone. Who, who does she remind me of? She's is so it, sexy. Who does she remind yeah. me of? <laughs> is it someone I used to work with? No, it's not. Is it? Is it? Oh, is it that? Is it that girl went to school with? No, it's not. And it was only after about three drinks. I was like, oh my God, she looks like me. <laughs> it was the nose and the eyes and the mouth. 
years. Uh. Um, and then, so I never saw it again, unless I looked in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're watching, keep looking beautiful. This is in keeping with our, our what we're going to fix today. It is. We should it? probably explain, if you're the first time listener oh, yeah. or viewer to the podcast, this is Fix the World. Hi, welcome. Welcome nice aboard. Join the revolution. Nice to share. Every week we fix something that's wrong with the world. And uh, if and I said if you're listening or you're watching, because I know most most of our viewers, most of our listeners, sorry, most of our audience, let's get the words right, uh, listen to us. But we are growing on YouTube as we speak. Are so we? And I know I'm getting messages from people saying they're transitioning over from listening to watching on YouTube. So if Who you're out we? there and you want to look at us, Hello. you know, feel free. Um Hashtag no threesomes. And <laughs> yeah. then if you There just is a caveat, though, to saying um, things that are wrong w- with the world that we n- we want to fix. Um, things that may not actually be wrong with the world that we can't actually fix. But we, we give it a go. There's a lot of that. Someone We're did ask me... it a go. That's all we can do. Someone asked me, uh, what do you do on your podcast the other week? I was on the radio and I said, well, we, we fix things. And he said, oh, have you been successful so far? And I was like... I don't think we've really fixed anything. I think we've come up with a few we solutions. We haven't put any of our theories into action. That's true. Maybe that's a, a different part where it's we probably actually... probably our admin that would get us to that point. We're all about the theory. Yeah, we're ideas people. <laughs> <laughs> we're dreamers. What, what do you want? But we are... We're going to fix something this week. What are we going to fix, Kate? Fixing Valentine's. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day and everything that encompasses here in the Averware Pod Studios. Who yes. Ha- who house us. Who who uh, give us this home that we can record in and um, give us these chairs what, that, that move can, yeah, recliners recline back which I'm <laughs> I think if I recline I yeah, don't think I'd be able to get I back know, up again I think I'd properly roundhouse kick that coffee table oh. over if I reclined in this chair and you'd see that on YouTube um, but Valentine's Day is something that I now give less than two shits about because I've been married for many years and we decided a long time ago to just kick it in the balls and not bother doing it. But I've never really bothered with it. You never bothered with it? In school. Oh, right. Like when you're in school, it's different because it's like the way you go, oh, I wonder if the lad I fancy will get me a card. Inevitably, that never happens. (laughs) Did you have a same card? We'd have have exercise books filled with um, verses that we'd written, little poems. Um. Here's one. Here's a classic that Ooh. I always remember. Um, is, it, is it mucky? Yeah, a little well, bit. A little, little bit. bit little, it's one of them ones Saucy. that you had in your textbook, but you never put in a card because yeah. you were like 13. But it was, if I was a polo, I'd split myself in two. <laughs> I'd give the halves to anyone, but I'd save the old for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's a, that's, that's a kind of like example. That's saucy, but also it could just be about giving yourself rather than your you know, oh, yeah. the, the I don't think that's what I, it meant. I, I give my whole for you. Yeah, it, and it, anybody who's from like went to school in like the late eighties, nineties, you will you will remember having these books filled with poems. Filth. And some of them were filthy, and some of them were sweet, and some of them were cute, but they were all just bullshit. They were all crap, weren't they? Really? We were brought up on a diet of sweet dreams, romances. Yeah, the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah. The eighties when everything was in that glossy filter, wasn't it? That they like, those dream sequences. That's what the kind of yeah, all fuzzy what, all around the edges, thinking yeah. that the lad of your dreams is going to give you a box of chocolates in a heart shaped box in slow and motion. Hold your hand and you get butterflies in your tummy and wander off into your perfect future together. Yeah, only to re- realize you get to your forties and all you seem to do is wipe piss off the toilet seat. <laughs> My image of love when I was a teenager it was based on the Karate Kid movie where Daniel goes out with the girl, I can't remember her name, and he, they go to like some... Ali. 
Ali. Is that a name? Yeah. And they go to, I don't know where they go, they go like bowling or something, or they, and they walk around and they do all this stuff and they hold hands and then they have a little kiss. And I thought, that's what it's going to be like. But really, first girl I ever got off with, like kissed, we were at a roller rink in McGull. And uh, she sort of twatted into me, and then I twatted into her and knocked it over, and then she knocked me over, and then we sort of got chatting. Yeah, <laughs> that, was that was how you knew a lad fancied you, give you the dead arm and yeah. laughed. You were like, oh, oh, aye, aye. A little bit of violence. Yeah. Meant with love. Can't wait to protract an album. <laughs> it got me a- you know, I think, like, American films, like, gave us all the wrong and silly impression of what romance was, didn't it? I think a combination of that and music as well. Yeah. They, they give us this, like, sense of, like, perfection and... Just this grass is always greener and it's all going to yeah. be perfect and fair. American tale. kids used to, you're right, they used to go to like the drive in movie because they used to all drive when they were nine. Yeah. And they'd go to a drive in <laughs> movie or they'd like go on a beach date or they'd like be at the fairgrounds and it'd be all like candy floss. And like, really, if you went on a date in Kirby with the lads, it just involved sitting in a bus stop for four hours. Yeah. Until your bus came. And then <laughs> the last 10 minutes before the bus came, going, Right, where can we go where no one can see us so we can have a little neck? <laughs> that was yeah. that was love, wasn't it? But it wasn't maybe. what my interpretation of romance should have been. Those films as well always make it look like when they have a spring break break party or someone's parents are away, they have all the, they have the keg and they have the little cups. Mm. They're all drinking. The red cups. And they're all jumping in the pool. But then they're all also having normal conversations and approaching people and t- Someone's yeah, mum and dad's went away when I was a kid. We'd all go round, and within about eight seconds, someone had broke the dining room table, yeah. and the goldfish were all on the floor, and we'd all just fucking leggy. Yeah, or you come in and go, "We've got to go. I've just been sick by the back of Denise Lloyd's couch, <laughs> um, and I need to go before anyone finds out it was me." Yeah, the police are coming, leggy. <laughs> it's not really uh, romantic, but did you ever send Valentine's cards yourself? I'm sure I did. Um, can't really remember to who because it was quite a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I had like boyfriends who like you'd get Valentine's cards for, but there was like there was the, like the girls and lads who just were like, you know, like here's a Valentine's card. Don't tell anyone to give you it. And then there was the girls and lads who were like totally involved, totally like uninhibited, and they'd go to the card shop and buy the big Mister Postman cards and like fill it with hundreds and hundreds of verses, and they'd be like chocolates and flowers and Garfield mugs and all that and <laughs> they were the ones I'd be like oh, I wish I was as uninhibited as you but if I walked home to what it walked in our house with a Mr. Postman card I would just get ripped oh god yeah there's something to be said for having inhibitions isn't there mm. some people have got no inhibitions and they end up asking people for threesomes don't they yeah um, then so- ones who like in the showers in PA everyone was trying like for nobody to see them and there'd be that one kid yeah, who'd just, just be like, like naked that. yeah yeah, I've got pubes. Asking everyone if they wanted a game of off-ground of off tick. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my massive balls, because I'm only Did 12. you ever send Valentine's cards? I sent one uh, unrequited to a girl in school who I had this mad crush on for about... Felt like ages, probably two weeks. And then, mm. she, you know, I sent her the Valentine's card. No reply. It was anonymous as well, so she, she wasn't ever going to know it was from me. And that was the end of it. Uh, I never received one ever. I think my mum might have got me one when I was about eleven, and it was just a bit of a joke. Um, oh, I think I I gives my Sam um, like little anonymous cards, and then put them on the floor by the door. So I wasn't sending them by it, but a stamp. You know, no. it was stupid. I'd be like, "Ooh, there's a card here for you," ooh, and ooh. then 
it just seems a bit weird after. It is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. from your mum. Because uh, he never sent me one back, so I was no. like, we didn't talk Self- for a while. Selfish, <laughs> isn't it? It's awkward. It's awkward. <laughs> but then I got stood up on Valentine's Day once. Oh. And by my girlfriend of like two years. Um, and it turned out she was in uh, like another pub with another fella. Oh my God, how old were <laughs> yeah. you? I think it was 20. That's heavy, that oh, bitch. It was, it was heavy at the time, but, uh, you know, it, it all worked out well because she was an absolute psychopath. Did you see it coming? Um, not really, no. I mean, on the day, it was pretty grim, to be honest. It was. I mean, you know, it was a long time ago, so it's it's funny now. No, but you'd never forget that. I wouldn't forget. No, because I, I, I arranged to meet her as well. So I, I walked <laughs> walked into the pub, and I was like, where is she? And I saw the sister, and I went, where, where's, uh, where is she? And... Um, she went, oh no, she's in Crosby, isn't she? And she's with some other, some oh other lad God. that she then started seeing. So um, that can't, that probably put me off Valentine's Day a little bit. But then a, co- a couple of years later, I was actually on a date with a girl on Valentine's Day. And uh, I was trying to impress her. It was one of them. I, was, oh, I really thought, oh, I really like this girl. I didn't want to impress her. Didn't have any money at the time. But I booked us a table in this cocktail restaurant in town. Ordered a couple of cocktails. Waiter brings them over. She's dead impressed. And I'm like, oh, this is good. And uh, I don't get a bill. So I just ordered another one. And they bring that one over as well. And obviously they're going to bill me at the end, aren't they? Mm. But I got carried away. And we must have had about five or six cocktails each. And in the end, I was like, I had about £13 in my wallet. Oh, my And Lord. I said to this woman, we're going to have to uh, we're gonna have to do a runner. And she went, ha, 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 laughed. And I went, no, seriously, we're going to have to... We're going to have to get you back. We're, we're going to have to go. That is bad form, And Sam. we stood up and we just quietly walked away. And I never hear from her ever again. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I don't really blame her. What's a worse crime, doing that or going out with someone else on Valentine's Day? I think what I did is Oh, worse. going out with... No, oh, I think, think going out okay, with someone yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it is, isn't it? Really. Pick the most romantic day, <laughs> in inverted commas, of the year to yeah. publicly cheat on your to boyfriend <laughs> with absolutely no shame or yeah, bother in about the, in the how pub. it might make them feel. <laughs> Didn't even have the courtesy of dumping you that morning, but saying, I, you know what, if I was you, don't turn up tonight. Yeah, but I think, do you know what? If memory serves, I think that night, I remember thinking, for about an hour I was a bit gutted, and then I, I remember thinking, well, it's probably for the best, in it? So I don't think our relationship was in a good, in good nick for my for me to have that reaction. No, if you're all right a week after, <laughs> you're like... An hour after? You were like, I, I, it was never really a thing. It wasn't love. I am... Um, we don't do, me and Mick don't do Valentine's Day. We, we, we don't really do cards that often because mm. we're just not bothered. We're old now. But <laughs> um, the couple of couple of years when we were first seeing each other and we go, I remember getting him a Valentine's card and he'd gone, I didn't get you a Valentine's card. I didn't know we did it. And I was like, oh no, that's fine. We won't do it next year. And then the following year, I didn't get him anything and he got me a Valentine's card. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I feel like you've forgotten, which is just basically, the, and you know. Yeah. A thing for our life because he does forget everything I tell him. So I was like, "Well, okay, so next year we definitely won't get Valentine's, and now we just don't." Oh, good. But he go. My birthday's the day before Valentine's Day, so we never really go out on my birthday because it's just What's Valentine's bullshit everywhere. Yeah, it is fun when you see those young couples when there's a lot of pressure on it. It's cute, isn't it? It is quite cute when you see like a sixteen-year-old yeah, like couple. a teddy bear and a. Yeah, and they're in yeah. Pizza Hut, having a little meal. It is quite nice, isn't it? You say, enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah. This romance is not going to last. It's not going to last. I went bowling with my first ever girlfriend on Valentine's Day when I was, I think, 16. Went bowling. 
And throughout the whole date, I had one ed- headphone in because I was listening to the Everton game. I think it was an <laughs> FA, FA Cup replay against Stockport County. Uh, we won 2 1. I think, or was it 3 2? Went to extra time. I remember she was really pissed off. <laughs> I don't know why. Sam's dad sent me a Valentine's card and it adds, he wasn't the most romantic of people. And it just adds in it, to Kate, all the best. <laughs> <laughs> on a valentine's card all the best all the best didn't even bother to make it rhyme <laughs> all the best it's weird valentine's day though isn't it like the one day that you're supposed to be romantic yeah there should be other days for other emotions i have romance every day i'm f- i'm oozing with I'm romance full of romance that's why i smell the way i do <laughs> pheromones that's what it is yeah, well it will be when, when you change your deodorants again i'll be fine you'll, you'll have that romance back in your life but if they have a day for love why don't they have a day for other emotions like hate hate day jealousy <gasps> i have every day spite day. yeah spite oh spite day happy spite day yeah i could be that saint when i'm dead saint sam's day the patron saint of is spite. that what you'd be the patron saint of i think so yeah or petty grievances i think that's that's mine yeah. The, pa- the patron saint of petty grievances, and what you do is on that day, you find someone who's just mildly annoyed you years ago, and you remind them of it, and why you're still annoyed at them. Yeah, that's a good one. Or you go to a shop that gave you subpar service, and you stand outside booing. Or you out. just go in and buy a load of stuff and pay in pennies, oh, and don't even yeah. count it out for them. Yeah, or you take it to the till and just walk off. Yeah, I think I'd be, <laughs> I'd like to be the patron saint of assholes, people who behave just sarcastic or rude or just stupid yeah. just just pe- like you say petty yeah it'd be good to be the patron saint of pettiness it's a good feeling yeah it's not i'm not advocating it because it it damages your soul but there's something cr- quite nice about holding a grudge mm. i'm really good at that holding long oh yeah i can't yeah. can you oh yeah I, there's a there's a shop on smith down roads that me and my wife nearly used for our wedding cakes and they gave us slightly subpar service and every time i drive past i i still boo <laughs> Under my breath, I go, boo. <laughs> kind of but like with people that like, you know, can you hold a grudge? Because I can't. I can't I can't have an argument and then like fall out. For, I have friends, if they have an argument with their fella and they'll go, oh, I haven't spoken to him for about three weeks. And that's all. I just can't be asked them. That's all. And I'll go, how can you live like that? And like, I can't do that. Yeah. I, even if I think I'm in the wrong, I'm not in the wrong and they are. I still can't. No, I'm not. I can't yeah. keep that up. Yeah, I can't keep that up. That's too not soft. Good. It's not good for you either, is it? But just it won't back down. So what I do instead is when you get sick of not talking, I just go, I'm making a cup of tea. Do you want that? <laughs> or wait, for th- that's what he'll do as well. That's well, how we resolve our tensions. That's a good, well, that's a good way. And that's the British way is just have a brew, innit? And brush it under the carpet. But that's it. And pretend nothing happens and, and just let it bubble under. But, um, Maybe there could be a patron saint or a, a saint's day of, like, uh, rekindling old friendships or, like, that apologies. Would, that wouldn't work. That's what social media <laughs> does. You you reconnect with friends you went to school with and you're like, oh, let's meet up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you never get round to it. No. How about the patron saint of unblocking everyone on Facebook that you've blocked? <laughs> just for one day, you unblock them all and just go, oh, Jesus Christ. I, I think one day in a couple of hundred years' time, there'll be a patron saint of social media. <laughs> they probably will. Saint Gemma. Hashtag living my best life. Saint Gemma. Great name. <laughs> saint Hashtag. Saint Hashtag. <laughs> Happy Saint Hashtag Day. So I did a little bit of research on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, go on. Hit me with some of that. Well, it's not very interesting, but... Do you know saints are yeah. made saints because they're expected to keep up the good work in the afterlife? I didn't know that. 
So after the, they're there to answer your prayers and look out for you. So what defines a saint? Don't you have to perform three miracles? Is that right? I think that's right. As someone who's not religious, I believe that's correct. So you get canon. Canonized. You get canonised, you're a saint, right? Yeah. Well, Father Collins in St. Joey's in Kirby was canonised. And I'm pretty certain three miracles weren't performed in Kirby. I suppose it depends how you define a miracle. Well, no, sometimes the paddling pool in the park got filled, so... There we go. That's one. Without water. <sighs> and he was a teacher. No, he was just a priest. Just a, a priest. tiny priest. Maybe he gave it's up smoking. with him. And he was under a lot of yeah. stress. That's a miracle. But yeah, to be a, pre- a, a saint, you have to be canonised when you're still alive. And he was canonised. Maybe he's the saint, saint of Kirby. Patron saint of Kirby. <laughs> patron saint of Kirby baths. Yeah. But but what you're saying is that pa- so patron saints or saints, when they die, the work isn't done. They have to continue the good work in the afterlife. Yeah, they look over the 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 people that they are the saints. So St. Valentine, right, he's not just a saint of love and romance. He is also the saint of epilepsy, <laughs> the plague, I the saint of the plague. I didn't know these things had saints. No, when Regina said he was a saint of travel, but that's St. Christopher, isn't it? Yeah. Because I used to know people in school who, who had a St. Christopher to, give, to keep them safe on journeys. Or they'd have it in the car. Yeah. Yeah. But then people still had to get the 20. So where was St. Christopher? Well, maybe that's... That, With that his winged chariot. That's when you really need To get them to school. <laughs> <laughs> when they were forging the save away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need more than a saint with me today. I'm, f- I'm, I'm 17. I think it's a lot. A it's a lot to ticket. take on. I wouldn't want to be a saint, would you? Well, would, would a saint of one thing. Not multiple things. That's well, like, like job share, isn't it? Two really big ones. The saint of love and the saint of the plague. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. When do we get a day off, God? I know. It's hard enough to wear one hat. Now you're asking me to wear several. Yeah. And jump around doing all these things. What and funny to- hats at that. <laughs> <laughs> Make me the patron saint of admin. But this is a nice fact about St. Valentine. He was, a, so in Roman times, the emperors ruled that soldiers couldn't marry because they said soldiers made best better soldiers if they were single. Right. Um. And St. Valentine's was a romantic, so he performed secret wedding ceremonies for them so they could marry their sweethearts. Oh. When you say secrets, do you mean they didn't know they were getting married? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he has like a little like... Just wake up and he's married you to someone. You're like, ah, yeah. oh, fucking hell, I don't even know who she is. Like, what? You want to get married, but you can't. Yeah, come round come to ours. Yeah. Come round to ours. I'll marry you. I'll marry That's you. That's like, you always know someone in the pub <laughs> who goes, no, but I can, I can try line a wall. There you go. I want to get married with a card. Some fella pop. Yeah, I'm ordained. Yeah, I'm ordained. I've been ordained for years. What? You've got the plague. I can see to that. Same. Same. Valentine was basically the pub blagger. He was. <laughs> you need batteries. I've got batteries yeah, here. Batteries. You want Sky Sports? I'll hook it up. Yeah, I know a lad who does the dodgy cable. <laughs> <laughs> you need some booze. Saint Christopher's just gone to France. He's got a truck full. Saint Valentine was the ultimate blagger, then, wasn't he? Yeah. But there's, there's something quite nice, or there's something quite, of all the saints, that's like the sexy one, isn't it? The, the patron saint of love. But then yeah. you find that was the patron saint of the plague and the patron saint of epilepsy, which is... And ironically, do you know what was invented on St. Valentine's Day? What? Penicillin. Penicillin. Which is really good for... Curing gonorrhea. <laughs> which is the lovely... That's, that's the most romantic Valentine's gift you've ever got. It, it's probably the worst gift I got on Valentine's Day. What, you've got Noprot? 
Happy Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. Do you know back in the day, STDs must have been just a horrible way to die because a lot of people must have just got them and died. Well, people who got gonorrhea used to lose their mind, didn't they? Yeah, because it, it, it used to make the, it used to poison their brain. Yeah. So it's just it's mad, isn't it? That that I mean, so many people must have been walking around riddled. So, but that's a little trick of biology, isn't it? This is to try and stop people from going with loads of different partners. Yeah. But you would think that nature would dictate that you should go with multiple partners because then you're propagating the species with loads of different ingredients instead of just the one set of ingredients constantly. So you'd think but that instead like, of like giving you gonorrhea, it would reward you yeah, sleeping around. Give you gonorrhea for staying with the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, love, I'm thinking about moving yeah. out because uh, I think I'm getting gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah. look, look at me, mate. Davey's been sleeping around. Yeah. He was bored last week. He's got a full head of hair now and his cheekbones look immaculate. Yeah. It's time for us to split up because your dick stinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think of all the STDs, um, that's got to be up there with one of the bad ones. Although I suppose other ones kill you quicker. But um, <laughs> yeah, happy Valentine's happy Day, Happy Valentine's everyone. Day. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most romantic present you've bought someone? Valentine's or not? Um I've probably I've I've got jewellery made. I've got jewellery made for my wife with like a little engrave engraved message on. Oh. That was quite nice. Um the wedding ring, the sorry, the engagement Is it ring. Saying dead tiny letters. I'm so glad you're not the girl who looked like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, stay looking different, baby. <laughs> um, the 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 engagement ring I got for my wife, I got made custom made by me, not by my friend, but he got it made in in um, the Middle East and then brought it over because it was like half price. Oh yeah, does he like just? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. Under I don't, the radar, I don't know what they did, but I think his missus had to wear it through customs <clears> like it was hers. Uh, that was romantic, I think, but then it depends. It depends on context and how old you are. Because when you, like, when you're 17, I took a girl to the Little Chef on Valentine's Day because I was in a band and we were doing a gig in London on Valentine's Day called the Saint Valentine's Day Massacre. Oh, cool! It was a heavy metal gig in uh, the the LA two, the London Astoria in London, and I said to her, "Right, we can go for breakfast though in the Little Chef," and that sounds shit. Because we were 17, it was actually dead romantic. Oh, that's nice. We had a brunch or breakfast in there. It was nice. What about you? Are you romantic at heart? Not really. Do you like people being romantic towards you? I appreciate nice gestures. <laughs> I sound like a miserable bitch. I am. You know, you all, if you listen, you know I eat Christmas. You know, I eat, the only thing I like is Halloween. Yeah. But um, I appreciate nice gestures. Um this is, I think this is a romantic gesture. So we got a new mattress about. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going where you think it might be. But we got a new mattress about six months ago. And um, I just, for the life of me, I cannot sleep on it. It's brand new. I'm just like, it's so uncomfortable. Is it hard or soft? It's too hard. Oh, I like a hard, hard one. <laughs> so it's just me. And that's why I agreed. <laughs> I was like, well, I'll compromise. I'll get like a, a, a firm one. Yeah. And then it, I just, I can't get to sleep on it. So I just said last week, oh, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to. I'm moving out. This mattress is just, I'm not sleeping. And he went, we'll go at the weekends and get a new mattress. Even though this mattress was only six months old. 
And he, we went on Sunday and he bought, he just went, pick whatever mattress you want. Oh, that's nice. And that's romantic. That is romance, that's isn't kind, it? kind, and it's a lovely gesture. And I don't think people in that ideal of what romance is, like we talked about with like 1980s Hollywood movies, yeah. they don't see what real romance is, which is... It's kind of real kindnesses kindness. towards each other. Like, there's always them them girls, isn't there, on like Instagram and Facebook, boy done good. Mm. And then a picture of like a Michael Kors watch or whatever, and you're just like, Ugh. and I'm like, oh, I'm so made up. I needed a new exhaust for me, for me little golf, and he got me, he got me that. That's what you need. That's like I got that for Christmas once, yeah. and I was like, please, because I needed it. That's what you need. And I don't really wear jewelry, and I'm not like a thing about. I I'm not really about like materialistic about stuff like that. Goes all night, Jesus. Probably canonise me next. Saint um, Kate. But I was made up to get that. And then I remember my mate coming around and going, what did Mick get you for Christmas? And I went, he got me a new exhaust. And she went, I would go fucking mad. And I went, I was actually made up. Not if you Save me buying it. If you need one. Now listen, if you don't need one, and he buys you an exhaust, that's, weird. that's a shit present. Because I wonder where weird. he's intending on installing said exhaust. <laughs> exactly. Or is, this, is this an avenue we want to go down? <laughs> Is this, is this some kind of is this some kind of is sex this, exhaust? Yeah. The patron saints of sexy car parts. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get better than a quick fit fitter. Uh, or if he needs an exhaust and you don't, and he buys you an exhaust, and you say, "I don't need it," and he goes, "Oh, that's weird because I do." Nice one. What does this rep? What does this exhaust represent? <laughs> what have I got to do in return for an exhaust? It represents the toxic fumes of our relationship that need to be ejected into the air. You better look at me catalytic converter next. <laughs> <laughs> look under the hood, baby. Another time when I was with another boyfriend, we were in a, a restaurant that we always used to go to and I really loved this painting on the wall. And as a surprise, he bought it off the restaurant for me. Oh, that's nice. That's cute, isn't that's it? Nice. That's a nice thing. Was it the dogs playing snooker? <laughs> yeah. It was a laminated menu, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very wipeable. Oh, They've Not a, like a laminated picture of macaroni cheese. They've got to be. <laughs> those menus, when you know those restaurants where they sell every type of food from mm, every type don't of country, trust them. and you've got pictures of them all, and it's not even good pictures, and it's all faded in the light, and the, the, the laminate's all white. Remember that red hot buffet place? Oh, Jesus. It God. sold every nationality of food, and then you just walk in, it just smell like chip fat. <laughs> just smell like too many choices. There was a group of people at um, the gig on Friday night and two of them were from Kosovo. I think three of them were Italian. One was Polish. One was Greek. And I'm chatting away and as I'm talking to them, they're just eating bags of like beef crisp. Huh? And they're like going, do you want a crisp? And I went, you're from countries that have the greatest cuisine yeah. in the world. And you, I've never seen so many packets of crisp in one group in my life. And I know about crisp. <laughs> and they went, yeah, but we don't have beef crisp where we're from. And oh I was like... God. Oh, God help you. You always want what you can't have, even here's, if it's beef crisps. Here's the crisps. former Yugoslavia separated by war. And he's going, we never had beef crisps. And that's and why. And that's the thing I feel sorry for him about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genocide. Mad that. I was you watching the, Ar the Ars Arsenal the other night. And along the Hordens, it said, uh, visit Rwanda. Yeah, that's very popular. Isn't that's it? mad, isn't it? And I'm not going to. I'll be honest, I've I seen that a bit. I feel bad going to somewhere that was formerly war-torn and ruled by, you know, that yeah. kind of, like, with genocide across the masses. Yeah. What, like, on your holidays, Rwanda sat in a bar going, ooh, pint of lager top, please. 
Have you got any beef crisps? Sorry, I've uh, also all the massacres. We do not have beef crisps. That's why the war started. I just do. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm sure it's nice that it's regenerated and stuff. But I was. I'm just sitting there thinking it's a bit too soon for me in I, my head. I don't like the tone of that advert. It doesn't say why not visit Rwanda. It just tells you. It's a threat. <laughs> visit Rwanda. Yeah. And there's a full stop. <laughs> brackets. Knobhead. Close brackets. <laughs> or else. But Rwanda, they, they do a lot of that um, human safari, don't they, in places like that? What is human it's safari? Te- it's, it's awful. It's got to be one of the worst things about humanity. Sounds like a Channel 5 show. Yeah. So you basically, you get on a, you know, like a truck like you would do in a safari, but instead of going around and looking at zebras, they take you around all the poor areas and you kind of... Oh, my God. You look at, oh, look at this deprivation and all oh, that. That is like Channel 5 then, isn't it? To be honest, there's a lot of bus routes you can just take in Britain. Yeah. Why would you? D- it's just it's no. Get the tent to the swan. Yeah, from town. Get. <laughs> that's a human safari. That's a human safari. Not even looking at the window, just on the bus, <laughs> just the staff. Oh my god, that's so, horrible. So, yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't think I'm ever going to do that. But I mean, you could you never say never, Sam. Never say never. <laughs> um, One day you might go. Everyone else is doing it. I may as well go on a human safari. Yeah, Sam's not here this week. He's uh, decided to visit Rwanda. He's gone to Rwanda. Holiday of a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) He literally, it was an offer he couldn't say no to. Anyone is watching from Rwanda, change your mind. Tell us it's a nice tourist destination. I just keep thinking the genocide. Every time I see that advertised as a holiday destination. It's hard to get past the war, isn't it? Mm. Most of Europe was in war uh, throughout the 20th century, but then, you know, they recovered and France is quite nice now. We bounced back. We bounced back like a big rubber ball. Without any prejudices whatsoever, ingrained totally. since childhood. Totally, we're all fine now, aren't we? <laughs> Everything's fine. We're all okay. So, uh, how would you fix Valentine's Day? A banny. Banny. That's my answer to everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Outlaw it, make it illegal, send it underground. So then, if you've you've really got to want it, I feel like um, the presents need to be modified and modernised. Because women spend more money on Valentine's Day than men. And it's, the reason for this is because all the shite you buy is geared towards women. What yeah. you, you buy a man for Valentine's Day? Well, there's a big thing about sex toys now, isn't there? Yeah. The big drive towards, oh, they're not, you know, there's adverts on the telly now for like, oh, these aren't just for women, these well, are for men as well. It's private business. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but private business can form a, a healthy part of uh, Valentine's Day if if you're that way inclined. I don't know if if my if if my fella <laughs> went to you, I've got you this for Valentine's Day, and I undid the box and it was a big gigantic rubber dildo. I'd be like, "Have you retired? Why have you bought me that?" And he said, "Listen, I got you the mattress. What more do you want? <laughs> Come on, yeah. it's all about give and take, isn't it? How would uh, you fix it? I would fix it by taking some of the." extravagant duties off St. Valentine in the afterlife I feel like that man is going to be swamped and I feel like he needs a a little staycation I just think there's so many other saints doing better things like Saint well I don't know Saint Christopher's helping people travel safely until he takes his eye off the ball obviously but there's someone going oh why is this fella not replied to my text please Saint Valentine (laughs) like Saint Valentine's like this Wars all over the world, eh? Busy. I Cured and plagues. I don't know any other saints, I don't think. I know. Saint, Saint Joseph. Saint Joe. Um, carpenter. Saint He's John. He's saints he, of carpenters. Ian Saint John. Oh no, he was a footballer. Um, saint. Saint Peter. Saint Peter, which one was he? Um, he was the patron. 
patron saint of Peter's. Peter's, of course. <laughs> uh, saint Patrick is there the are some, Irish There one. are some like bizarre saints though. Isn't, isn't St. Francis of Assisi the patron saint of dogs? Is he? Is that right? I don't... I made sound, that up. Sounds plausible. Yeah, sounds plausible. St. Gemma, of course. There's another one, the patron saint of lost things. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. I've lost his name. I need to find out. Patron saint of... This is not great great podcasting, but I need to find out. I think out. it is. I think it's really important work we're doing here. Um, I'd love to get a panini sticker book of all the saints and just <laughs> have a little look at... Oh, look at that one. I feel like Fix the World is, is a business... <laughs> we've, we've got a business model for whole new ranges of panini stickers. Yeah, patron saint of... Weird things. Oh, Lost Causes? Who's that? That sounds like something I can Saint get behind. St. Jude. St. Everton. <laughs> yeah. that St. Jude? They need St. Jude. They they need, because they are a lost cause at the moment, aren't they? Oh, totally, yeah. We need more than just one saint. We need about six of them. In fact, we need 11 of them playing on the pitch. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that, I'd send it underground. Send it underground and make it dangerous and exciting. So it was if it was illegal, then you'd really want to. You'd have to want it, wouldn't you'd you? You'd try harder. You'd have to, and you, and the presents would change. They would change. Like it's you like everything to, when you when it's there. When there's so much of it there, you go. Mm. You like prohibition. But if they said we're banning Valentine's, so everyone was like, be like, oh my god, to do Valentine's Day now because they're going to ban taking it off us. Quick, all the ones who don't give a shit about it. I've heard Boris is cancelling ba- Valentine's yeah. Day. Let's get involved this year and just everyone start doing loads of mad stuff. That's a protest that people will get on board. You with. could have bouncy castles in the street and everyone jumping up and down on them. Dressed in pink. All those people who don't protest about food banks or nothing like yeah. that. But they're like, no, they're not taking Valentine's Day away from <laughs> us. Let's get down to Whitehall, kick off. People are starving. I don't care about that. Something Where's that I don't tips? participate in. They're threatening <laughs> to take it away and they're not going to take it away, but I'm going to stop them. So. I think that it should be a rule that you make your own Valentine's cards and write your own poem if, if you're going to send oh, one. Oh, yeah. It's got to be your own poem. It's got to mm. be a, an original work and you've got to use glitter and glue on the front. It's got to be glue. No, no, gl- glitter should be banned. Oh, well, that's a different we fix, subject. That's when we fix <laughs> glitter. That is another thing. Just, just tip it all. Your own poem would be good, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. If it had to be your own poem. We should we should have done we should have done more. We should have done poems for each other or <laughs> for other halves. <laughs> maybe we can do that next week. Or maybe you could send some in. Send us a poem. Send us a mucky poem. I wrote a poem for Mick. Um, well, it was like, so we were watching The Sounds of Music last year. On Easter Easter Friday, Good Friday, not religious, <laughs> whatever. And um, you know, um, raindrops on roses and riskers on kittens. And I wrote one for him um, about being a roofer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it, I, I, I can't find the words. Raindrops I've, on. Ro- it was raindrops roof. on rooftops and falling off gutters, <laughs> etc., and so on and so forth. He was very touched. I'll that's find good. The words. I'll do it Instagram live and sing it. Yeah. For you, whether you want it or not. Tune into the next episode. Might make us a judge's houses. You never know. Well, that, well yeah, Kate's going to uh, be leaving the podcast soon because she's going to become a <laughs> yeah, street gonna, poet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be one of those. Uh, but you'll see me at the Cambridge Folk Festival she there. Will. She's on radio too next week with me flat cap and me hemp, <laughs> me hemp deodorant, <laughs> spitting some truth bombs spitting about truth social bombs. issues. Yeah, it's going to get real, baby. Uh, but thanks for watching this week. Thanks, thanks for, for watching. For listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there. Thanks for being you. And uh, we love you. If nobody else does, we love I you. don't. Sam does. I like. I you. love you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This love is the all difference between me and Sam. <laughs> I got so you much, much love to you give. Care too much. 
had a good night's sleep last night and I'm in love with everyone. Feel good. Oh, so, that's nice. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get in touch, drop us a line, fixtheworld999 at gmail.com or find us on social media. We're on all the platforms except Snapchat. I think I think that's it. Are we on Bebo? We're not Is on that Bebo. A thing? We're not on Friends <laughs> United. Is Bebo a thing? I think they brought it back, didn't he? But everyone <laughs> just went, why are you doing that? <laughs> what about what about Space Face? Are we on that? Space Face. <laughs> Space that Face. Face Party. That I was know a real that's one. my face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah get in touch and uh, thanks for listening leave us a review give us a like give us a comment and we will see you next week tell your mates are great thanks bye bye